Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Dr. Mary Dorji on the show today, um, uh, who is a dentist at the Think Clinic, to tell us more, the importance, also to discuss the importance of genetic testing. So, uh, Dr. Dorji, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. Um, can you hear me all right? Yes, we can hear you. There's a siren in the background, but um, that's yes. just the way it is. <laughs> okay, so I'm just on a break between patients, but I'm very excited to unpack this a little bit with you guys today, um, just in terms of oral health and, and realizing that visits to the dentist and taking our oral health seriously is not just about your teeth anymore. It's, it's actually starting to give us a lot of insight into your general health and your wellness. Wow, amazing, amazing. So, of course, September is National Oral Health Month. Um, so it's very important that we're having this discussion. And as you said, moving on from just thinking that you're looking at um, your teeth and that's mm-hmm. it. So, so Dr. Georgie, tell us how, um, how old is this idea? And when I say old, I mean, in terms of the, the medical fraternity, realizing that you can find out so much more um, from, uh, from a person's oral health in terms of the, the general health. Is it a new thing? No, no, no. Look, we've always had studies and associations of um, periodontal disease and our ability to control periodontal disease. So when I talk about periodontal disease, I'm talking about disease of the gum tissue and the bone and basically like the supporting structures of your mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always had these links between how 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 we can control the bacteria in your mouth and the inflammatory response in your mouth is very very reliant on presence of other systemic diseases such as hypertension such as diabetes whether those conditions are controlled and it's such a it's like a cog and wheel situation because if you don't manage the one condition then the other one's going to flare up and if your diabetes is not controlled your periodontal disease is never going to be controlled. Now, bringing into 2021, we have a genetic test that has come to the table, and not just DNA smile, a variety, a whole battery of genetic tests, where suddenly you are able to create this personalized response to your health and your dental health. Um, and now we start to see that our bodies are actually systems that are talking to each other all the time, and we just need to decipher the right language to use. Very curious to know that problems in our mouth can affect the rest of our body and that there is growing evidence that supports the link between the risk for periodontal disease and the development of other chronic diseases like cardiovascular disease, diabetes, certain cancers. And believe it or not, and I'm, this is amazing, cognitive decline as well. So, Dr. Dorji, let, let's just break this down a little bit. I mean, you spoke about the bacteria um, in the mouth and controlling the bacteria and how that can affect the rest of the body. So are you saying, um, before we go back to, because I, I, I want to go back to discussing the mutations, but are we saying that if you don't look after your teeth, you could have problems? Or are you saying that in the mouth, seeing the problems in the mouth could be a hint of what is happening in the body. If you treat the mouth, is it like treating the body? I know these are simple questions, but let's just unpack mm-hmm. this this link between the body and the and the mouth and the rest of the body. 
Okay, so the way I look at it, it sort of goes hand in hand, right? And it all depends on the timing. So if you, for example, say that you have um, inflammation in your mouth that is undetected, because the only time we really seek treatment, and unfortunately going to the dentist is often associated with, oh, I have pain, oh, I must go. Yes. Um, so we go when there is pain, but pain is a symptom. And if you have a symptomatic infection and inflammation in your mouth, that means your body is having an immune response all the time. And that um, chronic inflammation often is not just limited to your mouth. So now we start to see other areas where your body is sort of, if I put it in layman's terms, it's just, it's susceptible. It can be targeted. It's, it's constantly under duress. It's constantly under strain. And now all these other opportunities come along and they're like, oh, let's see what's going on by the heart. Oh, let's see what's going on with the, the pancreas and can we get involved here with the diabetes? So it's it's not, it's like a horse cart situation, you know, mm-hmm. because you sort of have to maintain good oral hygiene, go for your regular checkups. But now with the genetic testing, we're all able to also pinpoint and say, okay, you have a variant gene um, in your sweet tooth or your innate immunity, or any one of those things. And now we know that before anything even presents itself, there are certain further examinations that we should maybe consider doing. So if you have um, an innate immunity variation that comes up, we're then going to start to look at what is your diet like? Um, What are your HbA1cs, which is going to tell us your average blood sugar reading over, I think it's over three months. Um, to see what is your fasting insulin. Do you have a higher insulin rate? So now you're taking something as simple as gum disease or an inflammation in your gums because it bleeds every time you floss. And we're doing further examinations to say what else are we missing? What else are we not looking at? Dr. Dorji, where where do you go for these kind of tests, uh, the the genetic um, test? Is this something that a GP does? I mean, you are a dentist. People would not think to go for genetic testing uh, um, with with a dentist. Where where do you know what I'm saying? At what point would you? With what kind of doctor would say you need to go for for genetic testing? Um, so currently, I, I'd like to think of the medical fraternity as being quite handholdy, if that's even mm-hmm. a word, um, <laughs> because people often come to me, and this is not what they're looking for. This is not even something that they they are aware about. Um, and they come to me and they're like, oh, this is going on. And and then I start unpacking and we talk about all of these aspects that you wouldn't think you're going to talk about when you visit your dentist. And similarly, what would happen is if you visited your GP or if you visited actual DNA analysis um, patients, um, sorry, providers, you would then be sort of guided into which tests would work, you know, whether it's done with the dietitians or the endocrinologists that are sort of, say, certified in the DNA testing, um, because they will then unpack everything for you and give you, it's weird, but they give you like a manual for your body. So now you know with DNA health, you can look at what conditions you're predisposed to with DNA diet. Um, you stop following trends because everyone's doing low-carb, high-fat, and you think that's yeah. going to work for you. Meanwhile, your body doesn't know what to do with fat. Um, your genetic variation is that you don't deal well with fat. So you change that up according to what you need, according to what your genes are asking for. 
it goes so far as to look at what sports are good enough for you. What's what your estrogen doing? Um, what is your mind? What are your predispositions for depression? How are you? How's your body going to react to certain medications? And I'm happy to say that as someone who has multiple chronic conditions, up until last year when I decided to actually invest in this and go do all these tests, we were just you know, advertising in the dark when it came to diseases. We were just trying to figure out and treat every little thing by itself and not realizing that the system is talking to us and we're just not listening. So this kind of takes, we talk about on the show, early detection. So that's the most important thing is you go for the early detection. So you're saying that when you look at your genes, your genes will tell you what you should be eating, how you should be eating it, how you should be exercising. So if you are listening to the genes inside of you, if you are behaving in the way you should, so it's not, as you say, according to the trends out there, does that promote optimal health? So in other words, is is that like the best form of preventative medicine? So it's not early detection, it's preventative, because I'm sure some people listening are going to go, but I don't want to know if I've got X, Y, and Z. It's kind of like um, when I was talking to my earlier guest, um, Peter, you know, when someone feels the lump, they wait for a while because yes. they don't really want to face it. it. Can that bring it up with testing your genes? Like, oh my goodness, I have a predisposition for X, Y, and Z, and oh, I'm 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 now done for. You know what the nice thing is, and I think it definitely is a personal thing in terms of how much I see it a lot with my patients. Some patients want as much information as they can get, and some people are information averse. But as we move through in 2021, and we start to People are generally quite information aware, consumers are, and we want to know why things are happening and we want to know how things are happening. Um, it's preventative medicine. And like you say, suddenly you're taking your, your life, you're taking your life into your hands in a sense that now you know what you need to do in order to operate on like a sustainable higher level, you know? And it's rooted in science. So, Dr. Georgie, just one more question. Um, in terms of cancer, um, can you, I, I know that with the genetics, you're going to be picking that up, but in terms of the mouth, identi- identifying dental issues, can you pick anything up in the mouth in terms of cancer? Oh, yes, yes. So often um, it's for the physical presentation of it. So often it's unnoticed by patients. I mean, this has happened to me a few times in my career, just a general checkup where I find something underneath the tongue or a very strange looking lesion and immediately my first thought is to take pictures of it and then to refer on to the specialist because these are not things that you want to wait to manage, mm. you know, and and it can go un, undetected by the person who has it. So sometimes it will present with like pain around the floor of the mouth, um, a strange looking ulcer that's just not healing. And the first thing for me is obviously to inform my patients about it and then to take further steps because, like I said, we don't we, time time is of the essence here. If I mean, if if it's a cancer in the mouth, that that would be as evident. But if it's if it's a cancer somewhere else in the body, you you would be able to see some something. You you may be able to pick something up in the mouth. I'm not saying all the time. I certainly don't want to stress you out with that. But I mean, is because we're talking about how the mouth is an indicator of what's happening in the body. In your experience, have you seen um, 
you know, picked up something strange in the mouth where there's been a cancer elsewhere, not in the not, mouth. Not, not personally, not specifically. No. Um, yeah. But obviously with cancers, if they have been detected, then your oral hygiene and you are on treatments, radiation, chemotherapy, all of this stuff, your hygiene becomes very, very important because um, all of those have side effects, dry mouth, gum receding, right. um, you get these radiation carries. So there are a lot of consequences I mean, to radiation and chemotherapy and your cancer treatments. And we always do recommend that if you have been diagnosed before you start your treatments, do your full dental checkup just to make sure that everything is fine before you start. And then we recommend that you also come in for your regular cleanings and um, advice so that we can just make sure that you are not worse off after the radiation and the chemotherapy. Sure. Dr. Dorji, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so interesting. And um, looking at this genetic testing, amazing. Before you go, is it hellishly expensive? Um, they So if you go onto their website, www.dnalysis.co.za, uh-huh. um, you will see they have different packages available. I think at one th- one time they had like a special running with e-bucks as well. So um, it's an investment, you know, and I think it's, it's you're only going to have to do it one time in your life. Your, your genes are not going to change. So um, you do what applies to you right now. And as you go through, you might end up doing a lot more um, depending on what kind of a person you are. But it is definitely you'd rather spend your money on this and get some sort of a definite direct treatment than just trying all these different things and spending yeah. money on that. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, we, we, we do spend money on lots of other things, don't we? And this is, wow, this is really, really important to know. Preventative medicine. I like that. Um, Dr. Dorji, thank you very much for joining us. It's been really fantastic you having you on the show today. And thanks for thank taking time out in between patients. Anytime. I'm glad I took